Hey everyone, it's Ryan and Adam's podcast show. Hi, I'm one of your hosts. My name is Adam. Hi, I'm the other host. My name is Ryan. We are so happy to be here today, but as you know, old timers say, it's good to be anywhere. Do they say that? Yeah, when they say, you know, it's great to be here, but you know, it's really great to be anywhere. That's great. You know, what, you've never heard that no, before? No, I've never heard that. I love old-timer sayings. I was talking to an old-timer the other day, and I said, have a good day, and he said, uh, already doing it. Something like that. Yeah. And I thought, Where? <laughs> that's so cool. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you could be anywhere and be dead at the same time. So that's true. Being you, anywhere doesn't yeah, really mean being anything. anywhere and being alive, that's that's where it's at right there. Yes. Uh, we have a real deep thinker as our guest <laughs> today. Uh, he is a, a many things. He is a... A podcaster, he is an artist, he is a jeweler, he is a uh, musician, he is a father of two twins. And uh, do, do you go by Nick or should I call you Haraj? It's either or, really. Um, for the past 10 years, I guess it's been more Haraj, it's like per- professionally, because oh. I try to stay anonymous as an artist. You know how it is. Uh, like you're online, you you deal with weirdos sometimes. That's why I go by <laughs> Ryan. That's not my real name. Yeah. I mean, like Haraj is my actual middle name. So. Oh, is it really? Yeah. It oh, really that's is. good. To, I've always wanted to know because I remember, and I cannot pronounce it that way, but I remember when you came out with the Haraj Chingala brand. I thought, where did that come from? But that makes some sense. That's your actual middle name. Yeah, Jangala is more of a fabrication. Yeah, I can't say it like you say it. <laughs> <laughs> How are you going to say it? It really is just phonetic. Our old pal from a long time ago, Nick Soon, a.k.a. Harach Chingala. How are you? How's it Doing going? Doing great. Uh, I'm here. We made it. Yeah, we're, we're here. And you're a, an avid listener, too, and someone that we've wanted on the show probably since day one, since the since the list, the initial list of guests that we wanted. Yeah, yeah. Seriously. So it's always it's always good to get a big fish on the show, you know. A big fish, wow! You're a big you. fish. I think you, <laughs> I think you're already a ghoul hound, a member of the of the of the fans. <laughs> ghoul hound, <laughs> I love that term, by the way. <laughs> it's good. But I have to say that uh, this show is the only reason why I jump up in the morning every Wednesday. <laughs> every other weekday, I just have to really just pry myself out of bed. What you're like saying five is five in the morning. We should do five episodes a, a yeah, week. Just to keep I guess you. that's kind of what I'm implying. Yeah. But <laughs> if only, if only I had that time and that budget. Five a.m. Though I wake up at six and that's too early. But you're dead, so it's a whole. I different wake up thing. at eight and that's too early. Yeah, way eight. too early. Look at this guy over here, eight sleeping in. What a hippie. Now, one of the things uh, I like to Get do. A job. I like to do on the show is talk about um, meeting people for the first time. You got it with you. I, I have a. Pre- pretty amazing story of the first time I ever was aware that I was uh, hanging with Nick. Yeah, I got one too, but go you, you first. <laughs> Let's hear it. <laughs> uh, I believe it was a gig at St. Bernard's Parish. It was uh, my band, my high school band and Four Fingers when you were in Four Fingers. And I don't think I had ever seen Four Fingers before, or maybe I'd seen them once. I don't, I don't know. Uh-huh. <laughs> but... The guys are all loading in their gear, and this guy walks up to me, and he's just like, hey, man, you're uh, Adam from the that, that band uh, Everett, right? And I said, yeah. And he's like, hey, I'm uh, I'm Nick. I play bass in Four Fingers. And I'm like, oh, hi. What's what's up? And he's like, well, uh, my neighbor just died and <laughs> left behind a bunch oh, of uh, gear for me, like this, this bass amp and stuff. I'm like... Oh, sick. <laughs> Brad. <laughs> that, wow. That's my first memory I have of you. Do you remember that? I don't particularly remember that, that, that moment. transaction, that interaction, but I do remember the kind of like the stream of events. Yeah, the circumstances. Yeah, yeah. in retrospect, that. I do remember that, but I would have never really thought about that again. <laughs> but the one thing I do remember from that instance when the neighbor passed away was walking through his house. They were having like sort of like an estate sale type mm-hmm. thing. Yes. And it was just kind of bizarre walking through this house where this dude killed himself. Oh. Yeah. I didn't, we, did you know it, that detail? I think he actually said my neighbor just killed myself. <laughs> now now I'm forget, I forgot no, that No, he didn't detail. kill me. He killed himself. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. What a thing to say. Hi, I'm Nick. My neighbor just killed himself. He killed himself <laughs> in the house and then they had yeah. an, an estate sale in the house. 
Wow. Wow. Yeah. So I remember um, looking through his books because you know you you often get a lot of information from books. Yeah. So I picked up two of his books. I think one was called Saucers of the Illuminati. Whoa. And another <laughs> one was uh, I believe it was called Mere Christianity by. Um, C.S. Lewis. I believe it's by C.S. Lewis. What a memory that you remember this guy's books. I'll, I'll tell you why I remember these books. Because I looked through them, and he had all sorts of strange commentaries written on the margins of each page. Yeah. Like a whole entire critique of each book. Um, one com- completely completely affirming the, um, the saucers of the Illuminati. And the other one completely debunking mere Christianity. So he knew where this guy stood. Whoa. Yeah, yeah, it was it was very interesting. It's though. almost like this suicidal guy was a little off. Yeah, I'll send you a picture. I still have one of the books. Uh, it's strange that I still have it, but I'll definitely send you a picture of that's it. A, that's crazy. Yeah, it's said, a must read. It's uh, <laughs> it's a classic. Yeah, he's just, this guy sounds like a victim of what a friend of mine calls the mind. <laughs> When I think the everyone mind, calls it the mind. Well, yeah, it's it's almost like um, you, when you you can't stop thinking, you can't turn it off. And I you're, know and you're like in that analysis, like paralysis Dude. by analysis. But this guy was on another level. I know so. that I mean, we're, we're all victims of the mind to some extent or another. I know that feeling guy, though. Yeah. I know that feeling when you have something in your head and you're just going down a dark alley, and you're just like, I got to get out of my head. That's just, that's crazy. Oh yeah. So yeah, I forgot that that small detail was that he ended his own life. Now I yeah. remember how we met. I don't know if you do. This isn't a darker. Does story. it involve suicide? <laughs> uh, no, it was in middle school, and we bonded. I think it was recess or gym. I remember being outside. And we bonded over the early internet website, stickdeath.com. Stickdeath.com and like Newgrounds.com. <laughs> yes, yes, yeah. all those flash cartoons. Remember that oh, stuff? Oh, okay. And it was like sticks, stick figures killing each other. <laughs> yeah, and like blood everywhere. They would chop off limbs and it would just be like spurting blood everywhere. And the music was like, let the bodies hit the floor. <laughs> like 11-year-old me is just like, this is awesome. <laughs> and Which is I, pure carnage. When I met you, I was just like, this, there's two things I knew about you right out of the gate, that you were Canadian. And I think everybody sort of knew that pretty pretty early, that you were from Canada. Because I, I was replacing the previous Canadian, right? Oh, there was another yeah, Canadian. I, I believe his name was Ryan Ryan, Iman. yeah. Ryan Iman. What? Yeah. To- we, were only allowed, Canadian. we were only allowed funny, one Canadian. <laughs> it's funny how he was assigned to be my guide as if I need a Canadian to show me the ropes. To translate? <laughs> yeah. It's it's so politically incorrect. That's so Unbe- weird. It's unbelievable. What would he have to – like, like – this is a snow hat here. I know where we're from. We call it a took, but here it's a snow hat. Like, why would he have to translate for you? Uh, yeah, yeah, right? <laughs> I don't know. That and that you loved System of a Down because you're Armenian as well. Those, yes. So yeah. I knew a lot about your heritage immediately. <laughs> Canadian-Armenian blend. And then we bonded over stick blend. death. Yeah. yeah. Well, actually, my Canadian side, my mother is American, but on my Canadian side, that's actually the full Armenian side. Michigan, right? Yeah, my mom's from Michigan. I remember you saying she was a Michigander. A and Michigander. We all had a good laugh about that. <laughs> yeah, it, I think that's the actual. I think, um, what's the word? The I, endonym. I think you're right. I think the demonym, demonym, the actual mm. demonym of people from Michigan. I think you're right. It just sounded so silly to us little kids, a Michigander, that we couldn't help but laugh about it. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> as you said, I'm kind of like a deep, weird thinker, so I got I got made fun of a lot for that. Naturally. Yeah, it was. But <laughs> you definitely were. Different, I think, in a lot of ways, which I think we thought was cool. But it, what's so weird to me, first of all, I haven't seen you probably in like 11, 12 years, which is crazy. I don't think I've seen him since like 2010. Yeah, yeah. But we were all really good. We grew up together. Like Four Fingers, you just mentioned, had like every member of it was a former guest. Yeah, that's true. So it's it's very strange, other than maybe a couple, but it's very strange. Um, it's surreal when you walked in and I was like, oh, yeah. Nick. Yeah, it, it definitely is surreal seeing you guys. It's a very strange um, thing. It's it wasn't surreal walking in here because um, you know, this place has no nostalgic value to me at all. <laughs> this is my first time. That makes but sense. seeing you seeing you guys together it's awesome. And this is a really cool habitation you have here. We're all in the same this room. Oh, thank yeah. you. I appreciate that. It, Dude. It, it's a cool house. I've never called it a habitation, but it is a cool habitation. <laughs> I I feel like when this house was built and the guy that built it, he would have referred to this kind of dwelling as a, as a habitation. <laughs> and I feel like in the, the architecture kind of brings about the, um, the, 
I, I can't even think of the word right now. It brings about sort of the feeling that there should be like a, an apple pie baking in the oven right now. <laughs> no, no, at the windowsill. At the windowsill. That a yeah, cartoon, a cartoon dog or cat is trying to steal, and is sniffing, oh, yeah. sniffing the the, the scent line, is, is, fuck, and is he's carrying him. Yes, exactly. Yeah, I, exactly. I, I don't want to describe my house too well because I don't want people knocking on my door. They might figure it out. You're so famous. There's too many context clues. I'm just describing the inside. I yeah, mean, that's true. true. Yeah, Unless yeah. we get some te- peeping toms, so I'll be like, oh, I know that house yeah. I know the house he's describing I've from the inside out. That. I thought it looked hey, like a pie hey, smelling house. Isn't that, isn't that the Ryan and Adam show house over there? <laughs> Let's take a picture. Yeah, it's it. sometimes this place and it's sometimes my place, but mm-hmm. I mean, let's. I don't know who you're you don't want, You wouldn't want people knowing where you live, right? It depends on the people. You know, yeah. It's, yeah. it is kind of funny because there was an observation I was going to make off the record. I'll make sure not to make it here. It would be too revealing. Okay, but all right. I'm sure you know where I'm going with that. I think I know where I looked you're going at the with map. Uh, so. Yeah, okay. we'll leave it at that. We have, we have a map reader here. All right, yeah, yeah. People. This guy still uses maps. There, Google, well, <laughs> Google Maps. Digital Maps, yeah. There's about They're not a, as cool, though. There's like a million different directions I can go in with Nick. Well, that's the thing. I don't, I, even, know, I don't even know where to begin. I knew I wanted to mention how we met, mm-hmm. and I knew I wanted to mention the fact that we sort of grew up and hung out together. I mean, I remember having like sleepovers at your house, man. Oh, sure, like, we're yeah. old oh, yeah. friends. <laughs> yeah. But, like, Watching the Andy Milanakis show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, and... Um, like, oh, what was that car? Like, Invader Zim. Remember watching, like... Invader Zim? Yeah. Um, what other shows? But it's surreal, though. It really is strange to me. Also, I mentioned recently, and you were there for this, when we used to go to junkyards and bash up cars. Do you yeah. remember that? Yeah. You guys actually mentioned that in a previous yes. episode. Very, fairly recently. Just listening to, like, Sublime or Operation <laughs> Ivy and or System of a Down <laughs> and going to a junkyard and smashing cars. That was a part of me at 15. Like, I think it was a nice, healthy 16. outlet. Yeah. I mean, maybe it was a little bit dangerous, but it was out the outlet because, you know, first of all, these are just, like, car- junked cars anyway. Yes. Mm. And there's a lot more destruction we could have had elsewhere. Oh, sure, it was yeah. a healthy Where it way. mattered, you know? Yeah, exactly, or it was somebody owned it. Yeah. yeah. Imagine the damage we could have done if we didn't have that junkyard. If only we could go back and do it. <laughs> yeah, we could. <laughs> Is yeah. it still there? <laughs> yeah, that's, I think the junkyard might be gone. But, yeah, I agree with you. There's so many different threads and I don't want to just be like a remember when, when it's like, remember this, remember, remember that? Remember this, remember that? Yeah. Because everything else is the that problem, way. The days. problem yeah. is like there's so many good ones. Like I have another one. There's so many good ones. That I'm thinking of right now. And it's been so long. Yeah. <laughs> do you, Nick, do you remember when uh, Ryan threw coffee creamers at your car in the... What in the White Castle parking lot? And you, I do. You're, 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 <laughs> I remember that. Uh, <laughs> you're a very even like keeled pretty calm person you lost your mind over that and i think it's the only time i've ever seen you like on another planet angry so you know what it is sorry Um, about that so (laughs) ryan for the record ryan is a very reactionary person but on the flip side he knows how to get a reaction out of people i guess that's probably i think i think you've calmed down in your age yeah in your in your advanced age i hope (laughs) <laughs> oh man, I'm calling you advanced. I guess we're all advanced here. Yeah, we're all so, advanced. So uh, I, I believe you've calmed down throughout the years from what I've seen and heard yeah. in the podcast and such. But I haven't thrown any creamers at any guests on the podcast. <laughs> well, that's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's yeah. good. You yeah. know, keep it up. <laughs> I should give you like a little badge or something. It, it's <laughs> taken a lot. Of, it's, I almost did a couple times. So it's, it's a lot of. So you're you're a little bit of a reactionary force in that way. At least you used to be. Yeah. So like you would know someone's like touching points and just push them off the edge and that's what you did at that particular night and i believe it was like three or four in the oh, morning yeah, it, it was, was like it was really late the at dead night. of night yeah yeah the dead of the early morning and uh <laughs> I, I remember this slightly yeah i don't think as well as you but i remember it and i think we just randomly met up with you guys we, yeah we were like not all hanging out together we just randomly met yeah, up with you guys two, two different cars and two sets of dudes yeah meeting for some burgers at 3 a.m you uh, know yeah. like you do it when was, you're 18 you or two 17. in a car and who was I with? I think maybe Jeff, maybe. Probably, maybe Jeff. Yeah. Maybe Jeff. Yeah. I was thinking Paul Neistat, but... Yeah, he was oh, around a lot at that too. time. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Me and him stole she, your dad's she, beer one time, I remember. <laughs> oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> was, is this making amends now? And or? we flipped over a bunch of picnic tables. We don't got to go into too much of this. You know, he's going to flip his shit when he hears this. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember the creamers, though? You were angry, though? Oh, yeah, yeah, I was. <laughs> but it was, like, irrational. It was like I saw red. Did, did you have you know? a, a bend? 
Was that a Mercedes? I, I did have a Benz for a very short time, but it actually spontaneously blew up <laughs> on the side of Route 80. <laughs> I told you guys this story, uh, right? Well, I can't remember no. if you did. Oh, man. I don't. I would imagine at the time I would have sent you guys a picture of my car up in flames. And I Maybe, remember. But that was many, many years I ago. There was some kind of a car accident on like prom with you. Oh, yeah, that was a totally different car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was uh, had so many car accidents. <laughs> that, yeah. that was a totally different Benz. That was another Benz that blew no, up. No, that, that, that was a Dodge Caravan. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. I can vaguely remember that, yeah. Yeah, but the car literally blew up as we were driving down. <laughs> I was driving down the highway. I was just going home, and it was like maybe 12, 30, 1, 1 o'clock at night, and like the car just like just started to like kind of – I can't even describe it. It was like shaking. It was rattling. I'm doing the rattling motion without really describing what I'm doing. <laughs> but for for the audience that's listening, I was my my car was rattling as I was driving, and it was very very overwhelming and very very um, apprehensive because I did not know what was going to happen. All of a sudden, I started to feel like this heat on the back of my head. <laughs> oh my god! And I'm like, what? What the hell is that? Somebody like put a And then bomb I look in, in the car. rear view mirror and there's literally flames Wait. flying out the back of my car. What? Seriously? Like the Batmobile. Yes. <laughs> and I believe that it was coming from um the under exhaust. No, it wasn't coming from the exhaust. That would be cool. But it was actually coming from the motor. But I was going like 65, 70 miles an hour. The motor's in the back of that car? No, no. I was going 60 or 75 miles. Now he was seeing the so, tail kind yeah, of fly. Oh. The flame was going out the back <laughs> that yeah. was, that from must the have bottom. Been a huge flame. It was a huge flame. <laughs> so all of a sudden, I lost control of the car. It started to spin around and around. It hit a it hit a pole. It hit a uh, like a traffic sign. I, I believe it was it was right after the Rockway Mall, okay. like going towards Denville. And uh, the so sign close. came down. It broke the windshield and like almost decapitated me. Oh my god! And I ran out of the car. <laughs> And I believe um, the Bob Marley song. Um, Classic uh, Nick Soon listening to Bob Marley. Yeah, I believe the Bob Marley song. I believe it was like Catch a Fire was playing too. It was like, it was just way too coincidental. That's so I fled weird. the car. I, I like was running away from it. All of a sudden, this thing just <laughs> went up in flames. Like a movie? It was like a movie. It, like, it was like Final Destination or something like that. That's wild. It was insane. And do you know why this happened? No, I have no clue. I don't know. It was those mobsters you were messing yeah, with at that time. <laughs> I still believe it was an attempt on my life, you know, but... Um, That's crazy. Hey, I'm still here. So. Dude, you're here. You made <laughs> you it. You survived it, yeah. That's crazy. But then, you, but then after that, you had to run out of New Jersey and move to Rhode Island to get away from whoever was uh, attempting to kill you. Yeah, they, you know, they were trying to convince me to... Um, Remained in witness protection, but I decided to come out of the woodwork after all these years. For the pod. Yeah, exactly. What? No, <laughs> Why Rhode Island, though? Why did you move to Rhode Island? Well, my, my family moved up there maybe 10, 11 years ago. And then I stayed actually back in New Jersey. Uh, we moved to Cape Cod for a little while. Okay. I don't know if you knew that. I did I not. I did. I might have. Maybe yeah. I knew it, yeah. And then um, I moved back to New Jersey. I was living in Verona for a while. That's, that rings a bell, but it was just like people would tell me, hey, uh, this is what he's up to now. Uh, yeah, Cause, yeah. Because we didn't really talk much until the pod started up again. Uh, so I didn't know really what you were doing all those years, but you were traveling. Mm. Yeah, it was kind of like all over the place. Um, Sue and I have been together for a long time. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah. We, I mean, I remember oh, when you man. guys had been dating since 2010, actually. Wow. Yeah, I and feel like it was right around the time that was last time 12, I saw you. 12-year anniversary. Yeah. Yeah, and we got married four years ago. Wow. Yeah. Well, that's a run, yeah. man. Yeah, yeah. That's a long yeah. run, yeah. And now we have the two little ones. <laughs> yeah, now you have two kids. Two oh, twins. <laughs> two twinsies. Wild. I just met them outside. They're they're pretty rambunctious. Uh, yeah, you know, they were just cooped up in the car for hours. So, like, they were just happy to be out, and they were very unhappy to go back in. <laughs> yeah, th there's something about, like, twin babies that it's, like, they're the cutest things It's ever. adorable. I'm not like, going to. They have, like, their little, you know, like, blonde hair. They're like these two little like these two little dudes. I don't know. They're yeah, awesome. they're two little dudes. <laughs> Man, if you if only you got to spend a little more time with them when they're more relaxed and you got to throw them up in the air, you hear their laughs and their like the joy in their they just exude joy. Kids, yeah. man, it's a wild thing how it happy really they are. It really ties you into the present moment and makes you appreciate life even yeah. when you're tired as shit. I have no choice. Like I have no choice to just decide to resign and be tired as shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And because, like, when you have kids, you have to rise to the occasion. You have to do all this shit for them. I feel and like that would be the hardest thing when I think about being a parent is the 
when you just don't really want to have to be on and rise to the occasion, but you have to. You yeah. have to, and you find it. It's kind of like doing the podcast. Sometimes you guys don't really feel <laughs> yeah, that dude. way. This is especially, like parenting. Especially Adam. <laughs> I know me. Ryan's always game, but <laughs> yeah. you know, Adam is, you know, he has to this get is into me game rising mode. To the, this, this laptop and this recording device, this, these are my twins. You're here. working harder than yeah, me with those go. things. Yeah. I will say, though, I, um, there are just episodes where I, and I will. Sometimes it's with certain guests, not not you. I was looking forward to you as a guest, but sometimes with certain guests where I'm like, I don't know what the hell I'm going to say to this person, and then I'll get like nervous and uncomfortable. And then once we hit the ground running, it's like, all right, we're we're you have to rise to the occasion, you know, For you should sure. do it. But because of our extensive history, you had a lot of fodder. Oh, yeah. I knew we would have more than enough to talk about, and I just was looking forward to seeing you again. It's been forever, so yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's just basically just hanging out with mics. Yes, yeah. that's, yeah, that's it's, the idea. It's a mic hang. It's a documented hang. We collect people, and today we're collecting <laughs> Harach Jangala. Yeah. Did yeah, I you, say it right? Yeah, you said it great. But Jangala <laughs> wasn't quite right. No, no, no. That <laughs> was perfect. Now, yeah. do you want to talk about your brand, the, 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 the art, the things you make under that name? Or <sighs> would you rather avoid that? Okay, I mean, yeah, it's sure. A very, it's a very <laughs> important part of who You've you been are doing it for 10 years yeah it yeah a long a long time yeah 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 i think so i've i've always kind of been an artist mm-hmm. um i remember chain meal yeah chain meal vest yes. yeah you're making a lot of chain yeah. Meal. yeah i was making the chain meal vest and um <laughs> who does that you know <laughs> it was strange but it was just like hey guys look what i'm doing i have a chain meal vest. it's like oh that's pretty cool i guess <laughs> just imagine i had the foresight to make videos on YouTube about that and not like stupid videos of like our re- our friends like, dancing for like 15 seconds. You <laughs> yeah, know? yeah. If only, yeah. They're still pretty valuable. Less it views, is. but they're very valuable yeah. in hindsight. For sure. I don't even, I don't even know where that uh, that um, chainmail vest is anymore. To That's be a honest bummer. Some knight is wearing it right now in battle. Oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, good luck, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> so you moved on to like hats or crowns as you call them right yeah i mean i was calling them crowns for a while but then i kind of got tired of explaining what i meant (laughs) yeah i thought it was like branding genius but it's not quite branding genius if you have to explain the punchline yeah Mm. yeah, kind of ruins it and then it sounds pretentious Mm. if it actually was a crown then it is what it is yeah but it's it's a hat it's a and more specifically it's a cap Yes. Yeah. So yeah. I just call them hats or cat the custom hats. Custom hats you make. But I guess like in the early days I was a lot more pretentious about it. I was trying to build something that um maybe it what it wasn't exactly. But it was cool. I mean you you've been doing it for a long time and a lot of it I mean I think they look cool. Yeah, didn't didn't you you had some some success with it? Didn't you get Snoop Dogg to wear one of those? I, so it, I I have a buddy that is um he's a reggae musician and you know he's Behind the scenes, he's very influential. Yes. And a lot of big names know him. Yes. And um, I hope he gets there. But he's like, he's just like right at that. So there's so many artists that just, they never really yeah. reach that mainstream. They're so close. Yeah. And they However, never break that wall. If you listen to the mainstream and you know a little bit of what's going on behind the scenes, you could hear them and they're there. They're yeah. there behind there. Yeah. yeah. Um. So he was wearing, so he was actually on the, um, the Snoop Lion album. Oh, the Snoop Dogg right. came out with the Snoop yeah, with Lion. The reggae. Yeah, the reggae yeah, album. Yeah. And he was actually a writer on that album, and he has a song where he's featured on a couple songs. Yeah, and yeah. he does some background vocals. Oh, that's awesome. Very, very talented dude. Very, very cool from the beginning. A very early supporter of really putting the word out there. And, and he was wearing one with Snoop Dogg, right? Yeah, yeah, there's a yeah. picture of him with Snoop Dogg at the Grammys. That's yeah. awesome. So your yeah, your your crown was worn at the Grammys. Yeah, yeah. that's like that's, epic. That's pretty awesome. It's yeah, and we've seen. Them, I believe like, it was the Grammys. Yeah, I, I I'm not exactly like let's roll with that. Let's, yeah. roll with that. let's just go with sure. that. I think what you were just yeah. gonna say is we've seen we've them. seen them at concerts. We'll go see a concert in 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 wherever. You've seen them at concerts. Yeah, where, sure. Where was uh, is it? Primus or something? Stone Pony at the Stone yeah. Pony. There was really? a guy wearing them, and I think we said like, hey, we and he, and he yeah, knew, we know the I guy. I don't know if he knew you, but it was your hat. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. I've seen them. I've seen them. I mean, I remember when you first started doing it. I would see them at like Johnny's. I've seen mm-hmm. I've seen them before. Yeah, and they're pretty. Yeah. Um, you can't really duplicate them. I don't think there's anybody else that does them. Essentially, it's a it's a black baseball cap with glow in the dark puffy paint that just you must slave over each one of these hats. Like, how long does it take you to do one? 
So, um, uh, oh man. Uh, so it, it used to take me a lot longer to do because mm. I was still developing a style and a, t- and a technique and, um, even going as far as, um, a technique to fix it if I mess up mm-hmm. mm, right. it, and it's very easy to mess up with this type of paint because it dries really fast. So naturally there's going to be, um, paint and debris that dries within the nozzle. Yeah. Yeah. If, if you could kind of like get an idea of what yeah. I, so yeah, I basically use a bottle. Uh, yeah. Like a puffy paint. So there's a nozzle at the end of it and you don't use any brush or anything. You just kind of apply it and squeeze. But you don't just like squeeze because then it will just like splooge all over the place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, know then, that's, I know that's problem. <laughs> you have to have patience. Yeah. Like an insane amount of patience. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it, it requires a lot of patience and holding your cool when things go, don't go your way. Right, yeah. So it's really uh, – I've really – employed a lot of like stoicism these days too. yeah like not reacting too negatively to things that don't go your way yeah and uh, it's very easy once you start kind of like looking at life within that kind of paradigm you start to see the little things that we overreact to and it just messes up our life in small little minute ways and it just compounds over time it's like you said I, i'm too reactionary it's very hard for me sometimes i'll say something or do something and i, I and the moment after i'm like Damn it! I, I shouldn't have done that. You know, like well, you you're, just you're a reader, so um, I would I would recommend if you want to learn from some of the greats, um, check out like Epictetus or um, or Marcus Aurelius, like really great books. Marcus Aurelius Meditations. Yeah, it would really like help you to. You emailed us about something like this too. Did about, I really? You emailed us about not losing your temper. Or how do you not lose your temper? Oh or yeah, something that's like right. That. Mm. So I feel like you actually who clearly knows more about this than us, asked us idiots, us yeah. with our shitty temperaments, and, and, <laughs> and you asked us to... And I remember... I don't remember what our answer was. I'm sure we just fucking were dicks about it. But yeah, <laughs> I, I remember you asking us. I also remember me and Adam used to make this crappy web show called The Truth, I remember. which is where our email comes uh, from. Oh, yeah. And yeah we had no, to I was address- watching that show silently, too. Yeah, we had, <laughs> we had to address this yes. elephant in the room, we, I suppose. We sort of... We, poked fun a we, little. We parodied. The, you remember when we did that? We parodied the crowns. I. They were ties. I just found that tie. It oh, says you Kurt, still have it? it says I Kurt, do remember that. It says Kurt Russell on it. <laughs> and I was like, what is this? And then I remembered. Yeah, it was like I played like a DJ, the Denim Venom character. And then and I was making the, I think, the ties <laughs> yeah. that ha- that were done with paint. Which was so weird because it's like, who was going to get that reference other than like you and people that know you? Oh, but, man, that's great. But yeah, I remember. I love that. That was a long time ago. But yeah, I remember doing that. But that's because at the time, it seemed like everyone around us did know about what you, you know, were doing. You know, satire mm. is a high honor. You guys already know. Yeah, I think, yeah. what do they say? It's like imitation is like, uh, the, but. Some, that's the most sincere form of flattery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but it wasn't right. imitation. It was mockery in the form of satire. <laughs> which, <laughs> which is great. You know, it's it's for the fact of entertainment. Like, just yeah. the fact that I was in your consciousness at all is a, is a high honor. Yeah, I, I I don't I don't think either of us stay, stand by a lot of the jokes that we made on there. Although some of them are great, <laughs> but that one it was like I, we never were like yeah let's get him we're gonna make fun of him it was like oh he's doing this cool thing yeah. what if we did a funny version of it you know it was yeah it, it was, was just, in, it was in a good spirit yeah it was yeah. in good yeah. spirit yeah yeah that being said we definitely didn't understand the culture no of the of the crown no I thought it was just like a rave I I didn't I I didn't quite understand what it was yeah so yeah. so when we wrote it it was these it was these rave people but yeah. it's not really like that man it's it's so widespread yeah yeah the um like think about your your custom orders, the different bands that you've had to do. You've done everybody from like the the Dead. I know. Did you do a Ween one once? A I did. Yeah, yeah, I did. I a do ween. remember oh, seeing that. That's awesome. That. I remember seeing that too. That's cool. You're working on a yeah. cowboy hat right now. Yeah, the cowboy hat. That was, was cool. that was actually last year, but I I saw that pop up in my Facebook timeline. So yeah. I'm, I'm gonna send that to Adam. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah Adam right literally there. sent it to me. It was like, <laughs> how cool is this? So I'm like, yeah, that's a cool one. Yeah. Yeah, but <laughs> just the innumerable amount of hours that I've spent developing that craft it's yeah. insane yeah and then we mock it with a dumb <laughs> web, web with show. our with our bullshit craft <laughs> like oh yeah, man everyone's an idiot but us you know but that's it's comedy what are you gonna do i do i do remember the end of the episode all you see is the tie in the dark yeah you see like glow in the dark oh, tie, like, like dancing dancing and you around see the tie yeah. and you just hear disembodied voices yeah yeah it's pretty silly yeah. i don't know you know there there is <laughs> my brother was in that one 
There is a particular component to that um, that satire, which is accurate. Absolutely, like there's there's that part of my fan that that I hate seeing fan base. Yeah, I, customer base, yeah, you, clientele, clientele. Yeah, sure. yeah. But um, yeah, of course, and like. I, there's nothing wrong with that. It's just fun to kind of look at anybody and kind of say, like, what's the goofiness about those people? You know, it's just fun. I mean, really, the joke's on us. Because if you watch those old web shows, they are most, a lot of them mostly not good. And, and <laughs> let's be honest, in 10, 15... There's some gems in there, though. There is, there is. But I think even in 10, 15 years, you know, whenever you make something, you're always like, not like it's a legacy, but you're like, I'm putting this thing into the world. And then it's like, if you wait enough years and look back on it, it's always like... That oh, was kind of stupid. I'm sure we'll listen to this show one day and be like, yeah, it kind of sucked. <laughs> well, if you think about it, that show was kind of like the uh, the sloppy conception of this show. <laughs> yeah, it was to be. It's if it was pose. that much of a flop, uh, if it was really that much of a flop, this show wouldn't exist. If you guys hated each other, out well, of really, that experience, that's true. Yeah. Really, it's just and, a, maybe you guys do, but you <laughs> yeah, hide it pretty well. It's just, it's just Ryan and I's friendship. Yeah, if, yeah. If you can call it that. <laughs> What's weird is after that show was over, your toleration of one another. Yeah, <laughs> after that was over, it was like I didn't think that because yeah. you didn't well, really I, film I, much. I, I didn't think, think we'd think ever I, do anything yeah, together. I didn't again. think I'd ever see Ryan again. Now I see him every week. There was a period right twice I, a week. There was a period you deserve it because you initiated. Yeah, it's true. It was his idea. There was a period. Where I did not see you that much. Adam. Right. Yeah. It was a short period. It was only a couple years, but I only see you at a show every now and then. They were great years. They were real. They were great years. <laughs> hey, for listen, me. I liked them too. And then we start going to JR Cigar, and then you pitch this thing, and then uh, here we oh, are. Oh, yeah. The JR. That's really what started it. The remember, JR. Oh, yeah. I remember the episode. That was a good one, right? Yeah, that, that was a good one. I remember seeing Adam at JR Cigar and being like, this guy seems like he's got his shit together. Why don't I? Then I hung out with him enough, and I'm like, nah, he's, he's got, still fucked yeah, up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't you guys like dip out of that place without paying or something like that? Whoa, no, no. I think we joke about it on the episode, but I don't think we ever would actually <laughs> no, do that. No, I have never and will never do that. Have you I've, ever done that? I've done that once, the, and it was for very good reason. The dine and dash. What was? Can you explain the reason? Yeah, I can. Um, so uh, a number of years ago, actually, must have been over a decade ago. I was um, I was taking uh, an an Arabic course. Okay. In uh, at CCM. Okay. So I met some friends and. Um, it was a very diverse course. There were people from from all over the place. Uh, most of them were not Arabs, but there were a lot of uh, Muslims in that class yeah. from like, you know, Pakistanis, um, Persians, you know, p- people from all over the place. Mm-hmm. So I made some friendships and we made a custom that after class once a week, it was a night class too. So afterwards... We would drive down to Patterson and get some shish kebab, smoke some hookah, and and, oh, wow. and, and get wild. You know, <laughs> I'm thinking he's going to say the Randolph Diner. He's going all the way to Patterson. Yes. No, no, we have to like go get some. That's like, epic. Some hummus and like some baba ganoush and <laughs> yeah, all that. You all went that good all stuff. out, yeah, yeah. And you know, it's I could resonate with that because you know it's like part of my culture too. I'm already yeah, yeah, and. Um, yeah, so like we we went to this one place. I won't say the name of the place mm-hmm. um, because they're still maybe they're the ones that that blew up my car. I'm still trying to connect the dots here. <laughs> get, get the timeline straight. So on anyway, that. they sat us outside, like on, pretty much like on the street, like a couple tables over there, and they set us up with all the food and the uh, shisha, like that you know. The, the hookah, rather. Right. So and far, this sounds good. It was great. We were having a good time. You know, just just chilling, but. It was a very like Arabic place, right? Right. So it was all Arabs there, mm-hmm. and we were the only non-Arabs. I was with uh, some of my Pakistani friends, mm-hmm. and um, you know we're just like shooting the shit, having a good time, just chilling. And we noticed that little by little, it's getting later, and this place is about to close pretty soon. We're we're noticing we're not getting any help here. Mm-hmm. We're not we're not like the there's no wait staff, right? Or at least they're not helping us. And then all of a sudden, like little by little, they start taking our plates away and we're still sitting. And um, I see that they're starting to take other tables away and like still no check or anything. No, like, oh, can I get you guys anything else? Like, yeah. you know, get you all sorted out. And then I notice there's no one. All of a sudden, like there's no one around us anymore. There's no plates. There's no hookah <laughs> in front hell? of us. And there's not even a table anymore in what? front of us. Like one of the one of the um, <laughs> the, the bus hell? one of the bus boys took the table away because it was on the just on the sidewalk. They were cleaning up for the night, so we're just sitting there on the chairs. It's like, what is going on here? It's like, yo, let's just let's just leave. If they don't come back in like two minutes, we're leaving. 
This is like a half hour after everything. I kind of don't blame you so far. They, they basically were giving you a pass. They just walked it's, away. It's almost like imagine like a stage play, and then they just start taking all the <laughs> yeah. like props and yeah, we're done. It felt like yeah. off the stage, and then you're just on the stage by yourself. So we could either be really mad and pay or be happy as hell and just leave. <laughs> they sort of allowed you. I mean, I feel like at that point... I would never do that under any other circumstance. It, it doesn't matter how bad the service was. Yeah. But, like, really, they, like, abandoned us. Yeah, they, they, they basically were just, like, almost like... Maybe they forgot you hadn't paid yet, but it feels like they were just, like, ready to leave and mm. forgot you. And that wasn't for... that That wasn't for lack of summoning people to come over and check us out they're like oh yeah one second one second one second yeah, yeah. and um yeah like they never came so <laughs> I, i've never done it on purpose but i've definitely on accident the pay, the places that you you pay after you eat i think i did oh, that yeah. once where, where you don't realize until you're driving yes. home you're like oh my god i didn't pay i think I did yeah, that once. it's happened to me like once or twice i can't remember where it was it might you got a phone call your your card got declined by the way yeah. <laughs> it might have been mns2 i can't remember where it was but i did do that once whereas yeah. i was walking out i'm like we should call Wait, them to see paid. if they remember that <laughs> <laughs> you guys remember a guy i never paid yeah but it, it happens it, but uh i've never done it on purpose but i'm not trying to sound like a hero i've definitely done my fair share of things that i regret you know, like one time, this is bad. This is bad. This was a bad I thing. I cannot wait to hear this. I should not have done this, okay? Are you, we, sure, are you sure you want to reveal this right here? Yeah, I do. I do. Awesome. I'm going to reveal. <laughs> it's a scumbag thing. I can't wait. One time at Paul's Diner, I was very, very, very young. I don't even think we drove yet. I took the tip off of another table Ooh. that people had left there and used it to buy my food. <laughs> What were you five? I don't know. I was probably I was probably I don't know fifteen. Shame on you. I walked in. I saw the money on the table, and I went. I'm just gonna take that money, and then uh, I did that. Yeah. How much did he take? Like it wasn't. It was a few dollars. But I've always. Re- what is that? Like fifty cents now? Yeah. Right. Yeah, seriously, I've always regretted it though. It was always like one of those things where you're like, oh, why did I do that? But you know, you're a teenager, dumb shit. You think it might be this will be funny? I regret it. I'm confessing. Oh, I regret it. This is a this is a place to confess. Yeah. This is just a confessional booth with microphones. Well, um, that I, everyone can listen. to. And then to. I drove to Patterson also, but I bought heroin with it there. <laughs> okay. Well, um, <laughs> your, your sins are absolved. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. I hope the the weight is lifted. Yes, and you a could, little bit. You could say that, aren't you? A um, your your father is a minister. Yeah, he's a, Armenian he's our, Orthodox. An Ar- uh, yes, an Armenian Orthodox priest. Shanork, oh, wow. right? Yes. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I remember his name. Yeah. yeah, yeah. How's he doing, by the way? He's doing great. He had a, he actually had a full heart transplant. Uh, oh, wow. About, about four years ago? Yeah, I think, yeah, you told me that on the phone, I think. Yeah, yeah. I think it was 2018. Wow. He's good, though? Yeah, he's doing great. Great. His heart, okay, this is a little bit morbid, but his heart is actually younger than his kids, which means <laughs> wow. that, yeah. you know, his great blessing of getting a heart was actually due to someone Some else's tragedy. huge tragedy. But it's a good it is a it's like a silver lining to yeah. the tragedy, yeah. but it's still ter- yeah, but yeah, that's crazy, man. Mm-hmm. That's wild. So I'm glad to hear that he's doing all right. I always liked him. He was a real jolly dude. Yes. He was yeah. always in a good mood. He was always You look very more happy like him. To, I can already yeah. I can already feel that. Uh, yeah, um slowly turning into him. The hair is getting a little lighter up there. Yeah, it's, it's getting a little... I mean, it was always light, but, you know, you mean light in volume. Yeah. <laughs> Mine got yeah. too long. Yours might have got a little too short, you know? It yeah, happens. Uh, maybe I'm slightly a little bit more miserable and grizzled. Uh, so. What? No way. No way. He, no, yeah. he's, you're you're, you're he's slightly jolly. More, he's slightly more jolly because he doesn't have to really parent anymore. He's just the grandparent. It's what happens. Right. Yeah. 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 How do you not get jolly when you're... Uh, you've, your, you've, your parents you've, get it. Yeah. You've succeeded. Yeah. You've done it. Now you have grandkids. Yeah. How could you not be jolly? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you know, like <laughs> your posterity lives on for yet another generation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I love I'll, having dads on the show. You yeah, know? yeah. We have a lot of dads on the show. Yeah, I don't know what it is. We don't have it's many moms. <laughs> yeah, it's age. You're right. We should get more moms on. Do we know any moms? If you're a mom, please email <laughs> us the truth, Adam at gmail dot com, and uh, tell us. Will you come on the show? We've never heard a mom's we, perspective we, yet. We need mother's perspectives. Because <laughs> yeah. for some reason... Hey, if you want to join the club, just get some single ladies to come on the show. <laughs> <laughs> hey, there's any single ladies out there. <laughs> oh, my God. That's like one thing that... That's such a bad joke. You just corner... Like, it's, right where I'm sitting right now, it's kind of like you're cornered. Yeah. yeah. 
it's it's just it's just such a grubby thing. Uh, it is. It is. To, for to be like, hey, I'm single yeah. on a podcast. To on use a podcast. this show to try and like sleaze on you. It's that's the dirty. Yeah, for, first of all, it would not work. If anything, it would be throw a, you a detriment. Be a detriment to yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. second of all, you just you would look like the biggest d bag of yeah. all time. I don't like to look like I'm trying, even in healthy ways. I would never be that desperate out loud. Yeah, I've been a guest. Yeah, but doing that, it's never a healthy thing. <laughs> it's one thing to say it. I, I mean, I guess, like, even this is if he's saying it ironically. But, yeah, if it's meant I to mean, be funny. Yeah. Yeah, it's hard to tell if it's a bit. But if it's serious. It's really a subtle thing. It's yeah. a subtle thing. Because, yeah. like, it could be, like, a really lame bit. But if it just comes up organically and it's just, like, a very particular context, then it could be funny. Some, it's a tight but, tightrope walk to nail that one. Yeah. We're we're I'm drinking or anyway me and uh, Nick oh. are drinking these Narragansett presents Dell's Shandy. Now what are these? Are these are a New England thing? They're very good. Yeah. So let me explain. Uh, this is a Rhode Island beer, a yeah. Rhode Island brand called Narragansett, and it's pretty much like your run of the mill kind of like lager beer. I think most famously from Jaws, Quint drinks Narragansett. Oh yeah, that's oh. right. That's yeah. right. Yeah. I never actually you know you would think that they would market that. You, you know what? I think they do on their they Instagram do. every now and then. I think they'll post like a Jaws thing, I think. It's a very beachy beer. Like there's some cans that have uh, – there's actually a lobster ale. They have they have a can with a lobster on it. I think I've seen that lobster can. Lobster ale? Yeah. Yeah. Do they use lobsters to make I don't, it? I don't think so, but it's – I don't <laughs> it know. Tastes it tastes like the sea. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's kind of funny. I almost made lobster rolls and brought it here. Really? Yeah. You know, I'm oh, not, man. I'm not a big lobster guy. I like lobster rolls to a certain degree, but I drove up not the, not too long ago. I drove up th- through all the way up there in an RV. I don't even remember exactly where I went, but I was I went through Rhode Island and everything. And I, I, I felt like I was missing out, though, because everyone was very excited about the lobster. And I'm not really a lobster mm-hmm. guy. But you brought us also clam chowder. I did. Which I'm pretty excited to do. Yeah, I canned team. clam chowder, but I did pick it up last night from the place that makes it. Okay. Is and it? it's it's a beautiful place right in Oakland Beach. And what's it called? It's called Iggy's. Iggy's. Iggy's Doughboys. Cool name. So let me explain a little bit about this beer. Yes, explain uh, about the beer. So the beer, you got the Narragansett brand. Yes. That's out of the way. But the Dell's Lemonade, Dell's Lemonade is a, a time-honored franchise that is located all over Rhode Island. I don't know. Maybe it's in Massachusetts, too. I'm not really sure. I feel sure. like I've heard the name. I don't know if but I... it's basically like... An Italian ice type deal. And it's something Rhode Islanders love to do. And actually, it's right on the back of the can. I could read it real quick if you want me to. Please. <laughs> Why not? Great grandfather Delucia. Yeah, Delucia. Uh, made his first frozen lemonade <laughs> back in Italy in 1840. During the winter, he came oh, he carried snow into nearby caves and insulated it with straw. When Summer arrived, he mixed the snow with fresh local lemon juice and sugar, making a refreshing drink. His grandson, Angelo, <laughs> introduced this icy treat to Rhode Island in 1948. And t- today, there are over 30 Dell's stands across America. Damn, I wish I was as good of a reader as Adam is. <laughs> Gansett <Damn. laughs> is proud to present this delicious shandy with the perfect balance of Narragansett lager and lemon flavor. So basically, it's refreshingly they, different. You didn't read that. It's refreshingly different. Thank you. Do you think so that's basically, a true they story? mix this shit with that shit. Just mix it. Here you go. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. I like it. Mel- melted alcoholic Italian ice. You sold in, me. In a can. You sold me. Yeah. I almost sold myself on that. <laughs> I'm not going to say no. I had a weird kind of drink. <laughs> I do not want to drink it. I'm joking. I had a course. weird kind of a uh, fruity alcohol thing yesterday. I, I went to a cidery, which is like a brewery, but for cider. Okay. And uh, not really my cup of tea, though, to no. be honest. Have you ever had the, like a hard, like it's a hard cider? I actually, I survived on cider for about a year. Really? Yeah. That's all you had? You survived on No, it. no. Okay. <laughs> like let me, let me elaborate. I did not drink it avidly. I just um, drank it once in a while. Whenever there was alcohol, that was all I could stomach because I was suffering from parosmia. Okay, what's that? So parosmia is a side effect. Okay, it used to be a very, very rare condition that Mm -hmm. people would contract where everything would smell and taste absolutely horrid. Oh, my God. Like hot garbage. That's the best way I could describe it. Good Lord. And you had that? I had that, and it was a side effect of COVID. 
Oh, oh my I feel God. like I've actually heard of this. Actually. Yeah, so it's actually still relatively uncommon amongst people that had COVID. Usually, they get the anosmia. Anosmia is when you just lose your sense of smell right, and right. taste. Yeah, and this shortly comes back, but this is late onset. So it onsets about a month after having COVID. At least that's what happened in my case, mm. and I suffered from this this terrible ailment for like eight months, wow. where everything tasted. Disgusting. Everything smelled like just everything was so bad. Did you hell? Was, that's, that's hell yeah. on earth. Now, did it you was lose, so bad. Did you lose like weight? Like because I would feel like I'd I be did. eating uh, much less. I did. Yeah. That sounds oh awful. So there were there were several safe foods, but even those weren't safe. Sometimes it, ha- it would have to be like the most bland thing ever. Like so, celery. <laughs> no, that would even be bad. Wow. By yeah. like month. So four, it would have to be. Were you just like terrified? Like, is this forever? Uh, by month four, I was like defeated. Yeah, so I mean, like, yeah. it would be somewhere in the middle. You would just be like, "I'm fucked." Yeah, pretty oh, much. God, that's almighty. what it, that's what it felt like. That's a, <laughs> I'm, when it ended, was it like you ate something and you were like, "Oh my god!" No, it, it's <laughs> it doesn't weird. taste like hot garbage. It kind of like subtly went away. Gotcha. So that makes sense. It actually kind of, sort of subtly went away. Like ever so slightly started to go away when I went to Greece last September. Okay. And uh, which is a hell of a time for that to go away because, mm. you know. Thank Gre- God, right, yeah. Greece is where you eat. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah The yeah, Mediterranean. Yeah. I remember you and telling me you ate a shit ton of food there and you really loved it. I remember talking to you about it that. Was, yeah, it was great. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love the food there. Yeah. And, um, but it still wasn't completely fine. But now it, it just subtly came back. So it was kind of like macaroni with a little bit of hot garbage thrown in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually that's uh, funny enough. Like that was mo- one of like my, my safe foods. It's like my macaroni. mom's cooking. <laughs> oh, that's she, a good one. Burn, mom. Deal with it. All right, we were saying. <laughs> no, I remember a story that you you purportedly told us that you told your mom. Uh oh. She was really angry at you once. Oh, I know exactly what you're going to say. It's an old story. Yeah, <laughs> I can't yeah, wait. Yeah. She was really, really, really angry at you yeah. for whatever reason. I don't know the reason. Um, but you decided to stoke that anger like you did in me that one time throwing the creamers at my car. Of course. But you knew the perfect thing to say to her when she was furious at you for something that she was probably justifiedly mad <laughs> at you for. I remember this. You, yeah. said, you said, Mom, why don't you just take all that anger and just put it into a cake for me. <laughs> no. Yeah, I did say no, that. You did. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, that's a true story. Into a cake for me. Yeah. I said, why don't you take so all I that anger enjoy and, it. and go make it into a cake? I don't remember her response. I'm sure. I think I don't even think she was angry. I think oh it was like God. bewilderment. It is just such a patronizing, awful <laughs> thing to say to someone. <laughs> it's, it was meant to be funny. I think it's funny. Oh, my God. Oh, it's hilarious, but it is enraging. You know, you made me lose my temper one time when you stole, I think it was a bouncy ball from me. I told the story on here. So you I did, remember, and I never responded to it. I was kind of waiting. <laughs> I bit you. Do you remember this? Um, uh, yeah, when I heard that, it kind of like stoked back a memory. Yeah. I, I actually, surprisingly, I did not remember that until you kind really of- Really making myself look bad on this episode. Yes, yeah, I was just thinking that. Stealing tips, yelling at my mom, biting people, throwing creamers. <laughs> These are, were all fun moments, you know? It was yeah, fun. Right. We've never had a guest in the show that one of us bit before. Yeah, well, That's crazy. he had this bouncy ball that I, for some bizarre psychologically reason, uh, loved. I don't know why. I'm a sick person. But he had it. And he kept saying, I'm going to throw We used to hang out at this table outside the laundromat. That's where we would loiter at that time. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, I'm going to throw it up on the roof. And I grabbed his hand. And again, I think in my head, I'm like, it was the reactionary thing. But I think in my head, I thought, like, this will be a funny thing to do instead of, like, punching somebody. It was actually probably counter-reactionary because... I, like I, I wasn't really like I'm not a dickheaded person. Yeah. I don't really have too much of a mean bone in my body. You know, sometimes I could like you know take jabs at people. Yeah. Um, but it's all usually in good humor. I bit you. But you bit me. <laughs> but why? Why did you bite me? I, I must have. I can't remember. I think I really didn't want to lose. No, that no, bounce. I know. He, he really I'm wanted sorry. that bouncy ball. I really ball. wanted. That. It makes me sound like I'm five. I was five when I was sixteen. No, the thing is, I didn't really care about the bouncy ball. But I don't know prob- if I did. Probably either, the really. reason. The reason why I took it is probably because you were being a jerk in the face. <laughs> I think it was this feeling of like, probably. how dare you take my stuff? I'm weird about my stuff. <laughs> and so I again, I think I partially thought this. Maybe be I just funny. had enough for the day. I'm like, you know what? Fuck this. Yeah, guy. we wrote, we did ride you a lot back then. I, I was a bigger <laughs> jerk back then. I was. And so I, we all were. Kids are. 
boys are jerks yeah, to each you know, other. So I grabbed his hand and I went, ah, and I bit it thinking this might be funny. And the moment after I did it, he, he screamed, ah, I dropped the ball. And I remember thinking, I'm bleeding. That wasn't funny. That was fucking nuts. Yo, Why that did I was do that? I, I remember I had marks on my hand. <laughs> I mean, my, my hands now are just completely fucked because um, I'm a jeweler now. So the things my hands have seen are just horrifying. Similar skill set, mm. right? Like a... Uh, what do you call that? Diamond setting? Like, isn't it kind yeah. of similar in a way to do with the hat? I'm a, uh, yeah, I'm a stone setter now. Yeah, you're you're good with your hands. You're very patient. Yeah, and do you do you still work for Tiffany's? I almost damaged them. I do. Um, you yeah, know, that's crazy. That's, that's like the highest end jeweler. That's kind of confidential, but it's okay. We'll, oh, <laughs> do you, do you want me to <laughs> no, cut that out? Okay, okay. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Um, yeah. yeah, I'm still working there. You're uh, probably really good. Uh, I mean. I'm held to high standards because if yeah. if I don't do it the way that they expect it, then it will come back as rework. Right, yeah. So I just don't want rework, so no. I do it the right way the first time. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Um, but sometimes it's unavoidable because it will come back to you for different issues. Like it could be porosity or um, – yeah. Imagine working on something, a piece of jewelry for a long time, and you set the stone. And uh, it, now it's not that big of a deal because like I just – I do it every day and I could do a ton. But when you're first starting, you're proud of this one thing. It took you way too long. You're way past the efficiency mm-hmm. that that you're given. You're given a certain allotted amount of time to finish it. And then it comes back to you because the polishers were polishing it up. And nobody could tell at the time, but there was like a giant cavern of porosity within the platinum or gold. Oh. And they just like kind of like just polished it away. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, so that, I mean that could happen, and that's just part of the whole thing. But yeah, but it's, it sounds like st- I don't know why I went on that tangent. No, <laughs> I don't know. We went quick. We went from cider to biting to garbage to we we're we're, we're, we're jumping topic here. There's a lot of things. A lot of things we could talk we have about. The yes. Right yeah. <laughs> yeah, we could stick to we're one running thing, out of time. But- we only have 20 seconds left. But just just tell wow. tell tell me how do you feel about Turkish people? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, actually, yeah, actually I, I really like Turkish people. Oh, yeah, oh, good. Yeah, yeah. I was what, curious. One of our really good friends is Turkish. Oh, all right. Uh, the, yeah, there's someone that we're really close with. Um, her her two-year-old son is best friends with our two-year-old. Oh, that's like, awesome. Our, our now, two-year-old. That, that's some real – that's the kind of American stuff you like to hear, right? Yeah. yeah. That's nice. But are we really got no time left? Yeah, we're we're at we're at an hour. What a here. question, man! <laughs> we're gonna play a song that you picked. Now you picked that first song. I remember you liking Squeeze. Now uh, this next song is. Hey, up. that doesn't represent me, man. <laughs> <laughs> this next song is another good one. Uh, thanks for listening. You can uh, email us at the truth at gmail.com. Anything else you guys want to say? We're gonna do another one. Anything else you want to say on this on this one though? Uh, no, I'm good. You're good. Yeah, we'll, and you're good. We'll, we'll see you next week. We'll see you next week. Goodbye.
Don't you hear me? Don't you hear me? Roll that, won't you hear me? Roll that, won't you hear me? Yeah. 